and welcome to Heart Points, a one-to-one RPG actual play podcast. I'm your husband and GM, Zach. And I'm your wife and player, Diana. And this is Series 1, Episode 55 of the Segranza Campaign. How are you doing, my darling? I am heartbroken. <laughs> heartbroken. I have been watching this show on Netflix called Ashes of Love. It's Chinese. And so I'm reading it. Because I can't understand what anybody's saying. So you would think that I would be emotionally less invested. I feel like it's actually making it worse. Because I, I think this would be a better book than it is a TV show. Mm-hmm. It's really, it's so bad, but so good. I'm so emotionally invested. Something just happened and it's big. And so you should all watch all 63 hours of it. I'm at hour 62 and I started last Sunday. <clears throat> Your addiction to this show has not been necessarily what i would classify as healthy no well here's the thing (laughs) this is a very recent thing for me this is now the third asian drama that i have binged in an unhealthy amount of time (laughs) the first one was like it was it was something like 80 hours and i did it in like a week it was not good for me and then i did another one that was a little bit more lighthearted. that one was only 40 hours i did that one in a few days and then this one's taking me longer because I'm making myself stop. At some points, I'm like, I've been watching for seven hours. I should stop now. And then I walk away. It's a problem. But they're hitting that. They're hitting what the romance novels do for me. They're hitting my heart in just the best places. And this one's fantasy. Yeah. So which is my thing. The, this is a, I might butcher the pronunciation. It is a shansha. Sure. Uh, a shansha drama. Which is like a supernatural wuxia drama, which is like wuxia is like House of Flying Daggers and Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. And this is like the heavier fantasy, like real hardcore fantasy. Yes. Featuring like gods and demons and stuff. Yes, because they are gods and demons. It's a love story between gods and demons and fairies from the flower realm and, and the earthly realm. And then there's this almighty god that no one ever talks about. And it's just so good. It's just so well, what makes me really happy about this is you are now going to have more genre knowledge than I do when we finally get to play Hearts of Wulin, which which is a wuxia drama PBTA RPG. I don't know that I'll have genre knowledge. What I'll have is you've been binging wuxia and zhenxia. Like. I've only this is the only one that falls into that category. Uh, yeah, the that's other, true. The other they're all romance. All of them are romance. What I'm binging is romance. I found my niche very early in life, and I just stuck to it. To become a master in something, you have to focus on it. I am a master of one thing, romance. I know nothing else. I'm very excited for Hearts of Wulin because I think that will it will be a good game for us because like the wuxia dramas are heavily centered around like love and romance and like love triangles. Yep while also having a huge like martial arts political drama like social drama thing that i that i personally find very intriguing it'll almost be like a marriage of two interests <laughs> as i give him a very pointed look i i think it will be a very good genre for us to play in yeah. i think that i i am i'm super excited for hearts of wulin and Hearts of Wulin is being written and designed by Lowell Francis, and I believe it's going to be published. It's either being heavily designed through the Gauntlet, and I believe is going to be published through the Gauntlet, I think is the plan. And I am so excited for that game. Everything I hear about that game and like listen 
too about that game. You can listen to a playthrough of that on the um, Pocket Sized Play podcast, and it's fantastic. I'm so excited to play this game. I'm so excited for you. But that's not what we're playing today. No, that's not. And we've we've spent an inordinate amount of... Is that a word? Inordinate. Inordinate. Mm-hmm. We've spent an enormous... I'm going to go with the word I know. We've spent an enormous amount of time talking about my obsessions. And let's let's shift gears to Concession and her weird obsessions, which she can't ever make up her mind about. Uh, let's y- do that. Yeah. That fickle-minded woman. So when we last left off, Concession and Omen were trying to make their way across the rooftops to sneak into like the side of the city guard camp right. and break out Everistu. They were cornered on one of the rooftops by three guards. Mm-hmm. I'm remembering this now as we're saying it. Yep. Uh, Constasau threw one over her shoulder uh, and Omen started running at two of the others while Constasau was facing the third. And we kind of left off that I threw off my shoulder. Yeah. Right? Okay. Because you didn't want to break off with him because it would have counted as ending your duel. Correct. So Omen is hurt pretty badly and is now charging at two fresh city guard. Yes. You are facing down a city guard who is, uh, he's not. No, I threw him over my shoulder. So he's. Didn't he yeah. die? Wasn't no. he done? No. Didn't I throw him in here? That was the end of that. No. Oh, I don't remember. Womp womp. You s- <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was done with him. Okay. No. I just did a cool move. Yes. Okay. Uh, but he is on the ground, and I think if you acted quickly... Duh. <laughs> yeah, gonna. Um, I'm gonna stab him. All right. Why don't you... Do I still have my dagger? I threw that. Did I get it back? No. Mm-mm. I'll have to get it back later. But I have my sword, so I stab him with my I sword. think it hit ineffectually one of the guards uh, and yeah. maybe fell to the ground. Yeah. And that's not a bad thing for Omen to pick up, probably. He does that. <laughs> he picks up the dagger. He has his own weapons. I, they all got stocked up. I mean, he doesn't yeah. have weapons on his sheet, but he, he got stocked up. He would have something. What do you think Omen would have taken? Daggers. Yeah, right? He, is, he does not seem like a sword person. No, he might have a sword on his back, but only to look cool. <laughs> like, absolutely, Omen would have, He's got his, I'm assuming, are they claws? That's not the right word. Nulls have claws. Is it claws? Is that what you call dog nails? Those claws? Yeah, yeah, they're claws. I guess talons is what I was picturing, but I was putting the word claws on it. And it talons more bird. I know, it is. And I was getting confused. That's not the point. The point is he's got claws that he could use should he need it. So I think he's more of a hand combat kind of guy. Plus bites. I, I think he does. I think he uh, that dagger is in between him and the other two guards. And he's running and he uh, dives down to pick it up. Okay. Uh, what What is Sound doing? I'm stabbing the guy on the floor. Okay. I'm stabbing him. I am not. I would like to be clear. Sound's intentions are never to murder anyone unless she's enraged. The only person she actually wants to murder is Masia. So if she's going to stab this guy, it's not to murder him yet. I want to seriously wound him. Something he could get help for, but he would need help immediately. Mm -hmm. So I don't know where that stabbing would be, but it would be there. Not in an arm. Something vital. But something slow, maybe a kidney. You only need one. What about like the thigh? Like no. if you if you if you pierce somebody's thigh, they are not going anywhere. And also, uh, as long as he you can don't... get up, people get up with thigh piercings. If you stick 
a sword through somebody's thigh. I need thigh. my sword back. Yeah, I know. But if you, if you, I mean, I mean, do whatever you want. I'm just, I'm just trying to think of places that you could incapacitate someone. Yeah. Because I would imagine if you, if you, if you pierce somebody's thigh and assuming you don't hit a blood, uh, like an artery and they're going to bleed out immediately, they're not going to get up. Because they have a huge hole in their thigh. But people do get up. People walk around with leg wounds all the time. Soldiers do it all the time. Yeah. So I want to get his liver or something. Like, okay. I want to hurt him. That's But something that so won't much. kill him immediately. Okay. Something he could get help for. People survive perforations to their bowels. I don't know. Like, something. That's true. Um, but, you know, stomach acid is my favorite way to kill someone, but I'm not going to kill him that so way. So, I am pretty sure that you... you Last week, you got a 10 to throw this guy, pretty much. Yeah, I did. I, got, I was over a 10. I know that doesn't, it doesn't matter, yes, but... Yeah, you it, got 10 plus. Yeah. So, I am wondering... I feel like this is not a, this is not a hack and slash, for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if it's a dex move for you to get to him quickly enough or i'm right there yeah you know i, I think, think it, it might be a dex move for me to do it fast enough but it's not about me getting to him it's about my quickness let's do a defy danger dex because You're i don't think defying danger though uh, well here's here's my reasoning uh, you are not quote unquote dealing damage to this guy you are trying to incapacitate him in one move right yeah if you deal if you were to deal damage if you were to do like hack and slash or even just roll straight damage his his health is at a point where that wouldn't happen. Okay. But fictionally, it makes sense for you to just incapacitate him. Yes. But I still think that you need to test to just incapacitate yeah. him. You know what I mean? Yeah. This feels I'm- like a defy danger to me. You're trying to get to him before he can get up. You're trying to get a precise enough attack that you can incapacitate him without killing him. Okay. But you're not trying to necessarily deal damage as in wear him down. You're trying to one shot incapacitate this dude yes i will agree that i need to roll dex i don't know that i agree that it's a defy danger but it doesn't matter what we're calling it as long as it's the the role is the same in the story like we're talking about the same story what else would you what else I think would you it's use? A, i think it's more of a hack and slash and the damage isn't a physical damage it's just like an incap i would just be how successful i could be at incapacitating him is what i would roll do you know yeah, what I mean? Yes. But the reason I won't, don't want to do that is because the options that Hack and Slash presents mm-hmm. for failure, hit, and miss yeah. aren't appropriate yeah, that's for true. this for this fictional action. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Okay. All right. And there's your argument. There's no reason why one of the results of this Defy Danger couldn't be that you just deal flat damage. Right. You know what I mean? No, I see that. That makes sense. We spent like 10 minutes. I actually think that this is important. I think this is like a good example of us talking through yeah how moves work yeah plus everybody likes it when we argue do they that and my ridiculousness is the first two things people always say to me when they see me and they're like oh i really like heart points this sounds like i'm bragging i'm not bragging but people will be like oh i really like heart points i like how you argue with zach and also i like how you stab them in the taint like that those are the two do things people that say that do people say they like it when you stab them in the taint people i don't will i don't believe people will you. now people will say it because I've told them to. Please don't say it. I'm please trying. Say it. I'm trying to make that not a thing. No, please say it. Oh it's God. gonna follow us forever. Okay, I'm rolling. I rolled a ten. You rolled ten. All right. Yeah, you incapacitate this dude. D- you wanted to go for the liver. I want to go for the middle of your body. Like mm-hmm. I feel like th- that's gonna knock you out a little bit more. Not knock you out, but incapacitate you a little bit more than a leg. I feel like, whoa, like he could shake it off. Oh, I'm on one leg. Right. Fuck that. I need you down, and I need you out. Okay. So I'm going for something that's going to make him down and out, but not necessarily kill him. You're going for the stomach area, but yes. not the stomach organ? I'm going for the vitals. Okay. The vital area. Uh, yeah. You 
pierce this dude through the stomach as he's on the ground, uh, and he lets out this curdling scream. And I think you cross the distance, pierce this dude, withdraw your sword, uh, and he is lying on the ground, clutching his stomach, mm-hmm. and he's right. not getting up. Yeah. Omin, however, is uh, charging at these other two, one with a sword and one with a crossbow. Uh, and I think he's going... Uh, at the guy with the sword. So why don't you roll to have him do his thing? Do you think Act impulsively is his in- instinct? Yeah. All right. Then do his thing for sure. Seven. Uh, let's have them trade damage. Okay. Um, I think that makes sense. I think Omen slams into this guy, stabs him with the this dagger, mm-hmm. and this guy's gonna uh I think try to as they're grappling I think smash. Omen with the pommel of his sword. Okay. Uh, so roll Omen's damage. What is Omen's damage, by the way? It's a d6. He rolled a one. That's not bad. Oh, wait, no. That roll uh, is bad. The yeah, d6 that, is not yeah. bad. Yeah, that roll was not good. That All was right. not a good roll. Yeah, he does nothing. Probably because he's not used to combat. Can I... It's an asterisk. It doesn't actually change what we're doing. Mm-hmm. But when I stabbed that guy, I did not pause to see that I stabbed him. I continued moving. I'm going to join. My my goal is to join Omen, obviously. Okay. But yeah. I'm just letting you know. Like, I didn't You pause. stabbed and then turned around. Yeah. Okay. You knew this guy was out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. So what damage is the other guy? Uh, D6. Okay. Four. Fuck that guy. What's Omen's armor? Or just deal that damage to Omen minus his armor. He doesn't. Have he doesn't any have armor, any. But we didn't. We didn't change his stats for after we suited everybody up. The stats I have are from when we first. Started. Oh. We yeah, didn't change his he, stats. I'm realizing. He, he, with all that gear, he for sure would have put on something. Right? Something. Yeah. Uh, let's give him one armor. Yeah, I think that's fair. Well, that knocks him out. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think that uh, I think he hits Omen on the head and Omen kind of hits the ground. Uh, I think he falls to his knees with like a, a grunt and then like falls over mm-hmm. and he is out. Did that do exactly like it was his... exact? It was exact. That's how much was left. OK, yeah, he, he is out. He's knocked out. Uh, I think that the pommel like hit him like in the like side of the skull mm-hmm. and he just kind of like hits the ground. And you are closing the distance. Yeah, I'm going for crossbow. Okay. And um. I'm going to hack and slash that. All right, yeah, roll hack and slash. I don't like these dice, and I'm going to use my luck, and I'm going to try again. I rolled a three, so I'm going to try again. Okay. Much better. I got an eight. All right, so how did you how did you fail and fumble and then pull through? My favorite is always that I just tripped. I just tripped. Maybe as I was running away, the guy that I stabbed grabbed my ankle and it slowed me down a little or like threw me off guard. Or maybe I saw Omen fall and I like got choked up emotionally in my heart and then was like, oh no, Omen. And then continued. (laughs) Okay. I also think, I think when you, when you like stumble over seeing Omen fall, the crossbow uh, jams. Okay. Is like, is why he doesn't get the shot in Mm -hmm. while you are, while you're paused. Well, this now is incredibly lucky. Let's just go ahead and say that out loud a couple more times. But you close the gap, and uh, what is what's your attack look like? What'd you roll? Just a stabby stab. I rolled an eight. I'm just okay. gonna stabby stab him. All right. With my sword. Okay. Five. So, what? Describe your attack. I'm just running at him and stabbing him with my sword. Okay. Maybe I do like a cool because I'm probably running with my sword in a down, like pointing to the ground. So maybe I do a cool upswing. Really, I'm just stabbing him. 
Okay. Probably I, in the arms. He's a crossbowman. So yeah. probably the arms. I think as your sword is coming up, he manages to unjam the crossbow and get a shot off. Mm-hmm. Take 1d6 damage. Okay. He gave me three damage. Don't forget. After armor. like that. That is what he gave me. And don't forget your plus one because you hack and slash first. And now I'm going to headbutt this guy with his own crossbow. I'm attacking what? again. How do you headbutt someone with a crossbow? I have him. I've stabbed him, which means I'm in close enough range, right? Yeah. I'm going to take his crossbow and jam it in his face. <laughs> okay. Just going to... He's not going to expect it. No one expects a headbutt. Yeah. I think that makes sense, right? Slash with the sword. Try to grab his crossbow, like what, with your left hand and like so jam I'm, it up. I would assume he has to bring it up really close to his face. Okay. I guess it wouldn't be a headbutt, more of a throat butt. So he has to bring it up really close, right? Like towards your... Right? Do you think a headbutt is when you punch someone in the head? No, a headbutt is when you use your head to hit somebody else's head. I know yeah. what a headbutt is. Okay. But it just is, it's so I can say no one expects a headbutt. Oh, okay. Ruining it. You're ruining it. I'm sorry. Um, So it would be more of a throat punch is more accurate. He's got it up and I'm just going to take his crossbow and, and slam it back. Slam it back in his throat. Okay. No one expects a throat punch. It's not as good as headbutt. You're right. You I'm sorry. It. I'm sorry. Uh, Roll hack and slash. Okie dokie. I do a nine. Deal your damage. Three damage. Well, I'm too close for him to effectively use a crossbow. That's true. But you also have the guy with the sword right behind him. Accurate. And yeah, let's just go with that. I think that guy's going to swing his sword at you from behind. And I think he's going to hit you for D6 damage. Okay. He tried to hit me and he sort of succeeded. (laughs) He did two points of damage. Okay. So, yeah, I think he slams against your back, mm-hmm. but doesn't, like, pierce your armor. Or, actually, I guess since most of your armor is through your dexterity as a fencer, you mostly manage to, like, dodge yeah. out of the way, right? Yeah, I just didn't move fast enough. Yeah, didn't you didn't miss the whole thing. Mm-hmm. You're uh, tussling with these guys. You, so, am I sandwiched between them? Like, one is attacking me from one side, one's attacking me from the other? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, we're about to have a really cool fight off where I'm going to fight both of these men at the same time. It's going to be awesome. And I'm very fast. So if Crossbowman launches his crossbow, he's going to kill his friend. I'm calling it now. I think that's fair. Yeah. Uh, so what do you what do you want to do? Do you want to try and get that guy to do that? Do that thing you just said? Can we do it immediately? I don't know that I can do it immediately. Oh, no, maybe not. But you are currently sandwiched between these two guys. Mm-hmm. One you, has a sword and one has a crossbow. You might still have your hand on the guy's crossbow. Yeah, I want to I want to get him out of the way first because I'm there with him. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to do that. I'm going to keep trying to hack and slash him. All right, what are you, what are you doing? I think maybe I want to disarm him. I also want to deal him damage, but I really the goal is to take away his crossbow. Maybe hurt his arm so he drops it. I just throat punched him, right? With yeah. his crossbow. So I still have my hand on his crossbow. Mm-hmm. And I had slashed him with my sword. Yeah. So, so he's not he's not doing great. He's not doing very no, well at so all. So I'm going to try to slash him again in the arm and pull his crossbow at the same time. Okay. Like away from him. Roll hack and slash. Oh, I super do it. Yeah. It's a 10 plus. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think with that, you don't even don't even deal damage. I rolled all of the damage. 5,000 damage. <laughs> what? Uh, so what exactly do you do? I'm imagining you attacking with your sword with your right hand and ripping the, yes. the, the with my left. crossbow yeah. out. Uh, what, what exactly are you doing? So I had swung up before with my sword. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming my sword was still in the same general vicinity. Mm-hmm. So I'm going for his shoulder. 
I'm going to slash his shoulder and yank the crossbow. Yeah, that's exactly what you do. You slice down, uh, a ribbon of blood pours from his shoulder, flies from his shoulder. Can I offer you a suggestion since you did a 10? As you rip the crossbow from his hands, do you want to slam it, the butt of the crossbow, into the other guard's face? Oh, God, yeah. Uh, Roll your damage. Five. Nice. Ah. In in one, like, fluid, martial moment. A beautiful moment. Yeah. Yeah. You rip the crossbow from this guy's hand, slice his shoulder open, and swing it back behind you and slam the butt of it into uh, this guard's face. Would it be the butt or would it be the arrow part? It It wouldn't be the butt. It would be the butt if you if because you're holding on to the bow part and swinging it behind you. Yeah, picture this. I've swung with my right hand with a, a sword. In front of me is the guy with the crossbow, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm grabbing onto the crossbow. The arrow is this way, and if I'm Mm-mm. moving behind me, yeah. Nah, because the arrow the the arrow is facing you. Right, the guy is behind me. If the arrow is facing me and I'm moving it behind me, the arrow would then be behind me. If it was a gun, it would be pointing at you. You would have grabbed the barrel and swung it out. Oh, I didn't see that I was grabbing the barrel. I was grabbing it in a different spot than you were. But I don't think it's the barrel. It, do- it also, it super doesn't well, matter. I wa- am I piercing him? No. With an arrow no. is the thing. You are okay. super not doing that. Fine. <laughs> Fine. That's not how crossbows work. They have an arrow. They do have an arrow, but it's like inside the, it's like. You, this is a car conversation. Let's move it on. You, you, Let's move it on. Mm-hmm. We're going to draw crossbows. I disagree. <laughs> you I disagree. All right. Well, it's not <laughs> piercing damage for whatever it is worth. But I've essentially ruined crossbow guy and can now look at sword guy? Yes. Okay. So I hit him with the butt of the crossbow. And so I kind of make that into like a cool dancer movement. Very fluid, very pretty. Mm-hmm. So I hit him, and I'm turning, and now I'm going to stab him with my sword. So many set stabs. All right, yeah, roll hack and slash. Y'all, I'm so good at this game. <laughs> I'm so good at Are it. Are you? Shut up. I rolled a nine. It's not amazing. Yeah, wait, it's... you rolled a nine? I, I thought... keep rolling sixes. All my hack and slashes get like a six. Well, but that... Like, okay, all right, let it be. All right. Just let my statements be. Okay. Uh, okay, yeah, roll your damage. Three. Not as good. All right, he kind of goes stumbling back as this crossbow hits him in the face, uh, and you follow up with a stab, and he is going to make a attack against you as well. Let's do worst of 2d6, I think, because okay. you just really owned him pretty badly. All right. That's a one. He does nothing. Yeah, he's just flailing around with his with his broadsword. Mm. But your attack kind of sends him stumbling back a little bit. Uh, and now he's kind of, uh, he's like bleeding from the nose. Uh, and he's standing with his sword drawn. And what do I do? I rage attack him. Yeah. You want to charge first? Ah! Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm going for it. All right. Uh, roll hack and slash. Twelve. Actually, oh, 14. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Describe taking this guy out. So he stumbles back. He's flailing wildly. And I have like a red haze in my vision. And I'm just like hulking out kind of. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I need to see my enemy defeated. And I just kind of run and stab. Maybe. No, I run and slash wildly. I'm slashing wildly. <laughs> slash, slash, slash. Okay, yeah. But I'm so fast and I'm so good that I'm doing lots of damage. Yeah, you, you dice this guy up. 
and he falls to his knees at your feet. And now you are... Covered in blood. Blood is dripping down my fingers as I stand there, victorious and horrifying. <laughs> Calls us out. I don't want to kill anybody unless I have to. I'm standing covered in blood. I just covered... I just cut him to ribbons. He's not dead. He's fine. They're all superficial, but they're enough to knock him out. Okay. Um, but that's... that's a lot of blood flying around. I'm covered in it. Dripping. It's that cool image. You know that image mm-hmm. from from Serenity where Riv... Yeah, I'm not going to spoil stuff, but you know what I'm, ta- you know yeah. what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what you're talking that's about. What, that's what I got. Uh, Omin is at your feet. Corpstown is on fire. You can hear the sounds of the battle from the street and the square below. What do you do? I try to revive Omin, but if I don't think that he's waking up soon, I start trying to figure out how to tie these guys up and taking off their armor. Because Omin and I are going to go in disi- disguise. Right. As much as we can. I know he's like what do, jackal. What are you doing or, to try to wake up jackal. Omen? Slapping him in the face, obviously. <laughs> Not hard, but I'm just like, Omen, wake up. Omen. Omen, wake up. <laughs> With more caring and more empathy in my voice. I've lost, Diana has lost all of that. She has none of that. <laughs> but Omen, I mean, um, Constance still has some empathy. So she's just like nicely slapping him in the face. How would you role play that? Diana, it, I know you don't have any empathy in your heart anymore, but if, if you did, what would that sound like? So I'm going to make slapping mo- no- noises, so get ready for that. Okay. Oh, man. Wake up. Oh, man. And then I get harder and harder <laughs> and meaner and meaner. <laughs> That's our relationship. So, so caring, so <laughs> loving. It's our relationship. Um, Omen does not respond to that. Okay. So I start tying up the other guys, making them naked. All right. Uh, I gotta give. I gotta figure something out. So wake up, Omen. I might as well make myself useful and strip him naked. Yeah, roll three d six, and tell me what you get. Two threes and a five. So they have on their person, in addition to the armor that they are wearing, the city guard armor, and the weapons. They have uh, like two bags of coin, as well as. Let's go with a health potion. Okay. I, I think that is not only the thing that is useful to you in this moment, it is the thing that they are very likely to have. Okay. Um, I don't want to introduce other magical items at this point. Got it. I'm going to use that, obviously. I'm going to use the health potion on Omen, and I'm taking the crossbow, I'm making him take the sword, and I'm taking the dagger back. Okay. That leaves one sword. I take another sword. I have so, All so right. many Can swords. we do like one thing at a time? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, what are you using to tie these guys up? See, I don't know. That's I, I, I don't know. I guess whatever. Maybe one of them is... I cut that guy to ribbons, right? He probably had some sort of undershirt that I could use to like create rope with. Okay. Yeah, you could do that. You could for sure like slice up one of their undershirts mm-hmm. and, and tie them up with the fabric. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah. You strip these guard down... This is going to take a while. That's going to take a while. I don't think it would take terribly long. Uh, Maybe 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, that's fine. I'm willing to do that because I think it's our best bet to get into the camp is if we can disguise ourselves a little bit better. Yeah, you you strip these guys down, you tie them up, and uh, and you want to administer the health potion to them in? Well, so I'm going to tie them up first, right? Mm -hmm. I'm going to put the cross. The last thing I'm doing is waking up Omen. Okay. So I'm going to strap the new sword plus my rapier plus the crossbow to my body. Because there are three guards. Two had swords, one had a crossbow. 
Okay. So I have a sword that I probably won't use and a crossbow that I will use, plus my rapier, because I had a rapier and that didn't lo- that I didn't lose that. I'm also retrieving the dagger that I had stolen before. Oh, okay. Consistal is now an armory. Yeah, I I feel like at this point, I have to ask you about the amount of stuff that you can carry. Oh, don't worry about it, because I still have seven spaces to carry more weight. And I haven't changed this number from when I first had a crossbow. So that's accurate. All right, so a, cross, a crossbow is three weight. Yep. All right, okay. A sword is one weight. Mm-hmm. So that's five... That's five weight plus a dagger is another weight. How is a dagger another weight? Uh, because Dungeon World. Okay. And are you taking arrows for that crossbow? Don't crossbows work the same way as bow and arrows? Yeah. So you need a bundle of arrows. I didn't need that when I had the bow of arrows before. Yeah, you should have. Oh. All right. I'm not taking the additional sword. And I'm not taking the dagger. Yeah, I, I thought that that seemed like a lot. To be carrying. Fine. Omin can carry some of this stuff for Sasha. Omin already has daggers and already has a sword. Remember, we talked about it. He does. He has a sword that he probably wouldn't use. I might give him the additional dagger and an additional sword, but he was uh, like two swords, three daggers. So you can take the crossbow and a bundle of arrows along with your rapier. How many is a bundle of arrows? Well, it's three ammo. I know. So it doesn't if work I, exactly I like know. uses. I know. You have, uh, you've outfitted yourself. Are you, You're putting on their armor? Mm-hmm. Now, so here's the thing about their armor is that for you, I think it's going to be clumsy. Nope, never mind. No, only scale mail and plate is clumsy. And they were wearing leather and chain, Mm -hmm. I think. Mm, No, I think we have established that they wear scale and plate, haven't we? No, plate is... They wear like a mis- a mitch. Um, they ma- they mix up their armor, but plate is the emulators, and they wear so much more. Yeah, plate armor. is the emulators for they, sure, and they wear a lot more armor than the others do. Let's say even if they were wearing some scale, if you just want to take the leather and chain, you'd be okay. I just want to blend in. Yeah. So whatever's gonna help me blend in. Okay. I don't. Oh man. You made up this world. You can make this up. You can just pick something, make it up. Yeah, but the fun of the game is... Doing it, it, everything by the books exactly right. No. Going through the 52 episodes that we had to make sure you're not losing any continuity. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I think the the to me, the fun of these games is, is working around the limitations that you're faced with, right? It's like poetry. The joy of poetry is imposing limitations on yourself. And succeeding anyway. That, to me, is what's fun. Because, I mean, if, if we weren't doing that, I could just say, you know, you walk in and get the stuff. Which is what I tell you to do all the time. Yeah, but that would be boring. I don't think it would be. Well. I think it would be a lot like Ashes of Love, where just ridiculous <laughs> things happen constantly. Yeah, I think you're fine. You can take the uh, guard's leather and chain. If you- I just have to take their tunic... To make it look like I'm sort of a guard, blend in for a half second. That like I, that is my objective. I'm not trying yeah. to up, upgrade my leather or anything. I, I think it, I think if you take their their like leather and chain, you're gonna look like a lower like a low level soldier. Yeah, like a really low level city guard, and which is the objective should be enough to at least like get you in a little bit less noticed. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And that's the that's the objective. Yeah. Uh, why don't you note that you're wearing their armor so that we can give you plus one on anything like sneaking in. Mm-hmm. And you still have a knocked out knoll. I'm going to wake him up now. Now that I've made sure that the other guys are 
there's no weapons near them that they're as far like that they are as locked down as possible we mm-hmm. wake him up now D- describe administering this uh the, the health potion so is it like a liquid potion in a glass jar yeah kind of deal like a, yeah okay so i lovingly and emotionally mm-hmm. go over to him and i caressingly I'm just going to use all sorts of words now. Um, put his head in my lap very, very sexily. And then I open his mouth and pour this stuff in. <laughs> you look so angry. There's, there's how else am I going to do it? I guess I could do it like they do in Ashes of Love where I could drink it and then make out with him. You don't have to do that. I think having his like laying his head in your lap is a touching scene. Yeah, I want I just want touching scenes diana that's all i want <laughs> well i keep favoring omen and there are so many other love interests that i have to give some time to i know and i haven't given any time to anyone but omen and omen is great but there are so many others and Colsa's sounds heart isn't tied down yet or maybe it is <gasps> we'll never know except we will <laughs> one day so uh yeah i think omen uh sputters and coughs awake uh why don't you heal him fully Okay. He kind of groans and he goes, oh man, I really messed that one up. That's okay. I got you. I'm sorry. Don't apologize. We get, Look, we have armor. You distracted him, which is what I needed. We have armor now and you have more weapons. I think he like sits up and uh, like rubs the side of his head where he got hit. He goes, yeah, distraction. That's me. Cool. And he like looks around and goes, wow, you really did a number on them. You gave me the distraction I needed. (laughs) Yeah, okay. And he, I think he sees like the pile of armor and he's like, "Uh, you already put yours on, right? Mm -hmm. He goes, that's a really good idea. And he starts fitting on as much as he can. Uh, And I think he is, I mean, how is he gonna? Can he, so that was my question. Do any of them have any sort of face, head, covering, helms? Mm, no, I don't think so. He's just going to have to keep his head down then. Yeah. I think maybe he takes... Oh my uh, God, do they wear cloaks? I don't think so, but I think he does take... I think he takes like some of their... Uh, maybe like... um, You know what I'm picturing? I'm picturing the cloth that men wear for folklorico. Oh, the... um. Well, now the names escaped me, but it's like a red band. It's like yeah. it's like two yards of a thin red fabric or sometimes black that they wrap around their waist and kind of like tuck in. And then there's like a sash that lays down. Yeah, like a sash. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he t- takes one of those like these like the long like cummerbund belt things yeah. and like uh, wraps it around his face like a like a scarf mm-hmm. to try to cover up his face. Um, and he's wearing enough like chainmail armor and stuff that even though his stature kind of sets him off at first glance maybe yeah i think there's there's enough there to there's enough disguise there to make it questionable okay i don't think he is going to be very good at sneaking in but he could this is as good as it's gonna get we gotta go yeah i think he like looks at himself and he goes that's not great but it's better than nothing and uh, yeah, he uh, takes the uh, the daggers and his, the short sword uh, across his back and starts uh, continuing along the way. Uh, I think he goes, um, do we want to just keep going along the rooftops and stick to the plan? Yes. Yeah. You know, as much as we can. 
do you want to use your last bandage on yourself? Ah, yeah. I forget how much they heal. I think in character omens, like, are are you okay? Bandages heal four. Oh, okay. I will be, as I like. So maybe we had a scene before we left where I was wrapping like my arm or something, and then put the armor back on. Okay. And uh, yeah, Omen starts leading the way along the rooftops, and you guys get to uh, it like it's like a semicircle of buildings surrounding the square mm-hmm. and we know that the pow like camp is or tent is uh Off to the side yeah is like to the one side the the like northeast side mm-hmm. uh and omen and sal travel across the rooftops and get as close to it as they can until the essentially the buildings run out and then there's just the square and omen goes uh i think this is as close as we're gonna get up here i agree I think we need to make our way down and hope. There are a fair bit of guard here who are defending arrow attacks and short skirmishes. Before we descend, can I I I will roll discern realities, but all I'm looking to see is if anybody if any of the wounded city guard are going back into the steps. If they're wounded, are they moved back into the steps? Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay. That's it. That's all I wanted to know. Okay. And I think you see uh, beneath you, there is some guild security forces and members of your team who you met in the cemetery. Mm-hmm. And I think Omen looks around and he looks down and he goes, oh shit, Marshiri's here. We knew she would be. We knew she would come. We have to get Evaristo out. Y- yeah. I just, she might be, they might be useful. Their, their squad is here. Out of character. Aren't they engaged in combat? Yeah. Then how are they useful? They're useful. Yeah, I guess they're already doing their thing. Yeah. That's fair. They're, okay. well, I mean, they're useful by keeping those guards occupied, right? Yeah. All right. Omen I mean, says, okay, then let's head down. Okay. And my plan as we're heading down the building is um, I want him to quote unquote be wounded and I'm helping him into the steps. Okay. Like, that's the way that we're going to blend in, and hopefully that's the way that we're going to disguise his like stature a little. Into the... Uh, into the... Into the camp, past the barricade. Okay. So you guys get down. Um, you're just... Uh, you're just going to, like... I'm going to have him pretend to lean on me a little. All right. And I'm going to, like, have my arm around him. Maybe he limps a little. Okay. There is, like, quite a bit of... I mean, there's a lot of fighting going on around you. There's uh, the people on your side are like lobbing arrows and like making sure skirmishes in we wouldn't have done it immediately out of the building we would have yeah. gotten as close as we could i wonder so here's my dumb annoying question without checking in with your squad who are firing arrows and attacking city guard mm-hmm. and being disguised as city guard we're not walking right next to them okay yeah, and I think you're going in, like, up I mean, from the side more. Yeah. So and it looks like you're, like, trying to, like, sneak back in without getting into the skirmish. Right, and we're, they're not the only, like, at this point, all of our forces should be there. Like, mm-hmm. I can't just tell the one group because the other group will still shoot at us. Like, Yeah, but there, yeah, there's, there's just the one group that's nearby. But I think if you're going up, like, up the northeastern corner. Mm-hmm. Okay. And there are there's like a city guard who's at the barricade and he is barking out orders and he makes eye contact with you 
uh, as you have now like put Omen over your shoulder mm-hmm. and are, are pulling him along. That way Omen can kind of keep his head down and sort of covered a little. Yeah. I think he points to uh, to guard and then points to you and like has them go out. And uh, one guard with like a shield uh, is like trying to protect them from arrows and the other is like running out um, with his sword holstered. Uh, and he uh, goes to like take Omen on the other side. I think her first instinct is to say no. I think she's going to be like, no, no, I've got him. This guy goes. Uh, Just protect us. We need cover. No, I think we. I think I say we need cover. We need cover. All right. Yeah, I think he he nods, and I think he pulls out. Uh, I think he like goes to your other side while the guy with the shield is like protecting you, mm-hmm. and he goes to your other side and he he draws his sword, uh, and from his pouch he pulls out a health potion, and he goes uh he goes here give him this it'll help. Thanks. And I take the health potion mm-hmm. and I pretend to give it to Omen, and I make him hold it. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you guys, like, get away from the fray, Mm -hmm. and there's this, uh, this big, like, uh, this guy is wearing scale armor, Mm -hmm. um, looking like a pretty, pretty, like, high-level city guard, and he goes, um, what unit are you with? Can I roll to see if I can bluff appropriately? Oh, for sure. I'm gonna do that. That's a, that seems like a... Defy danger with intelligence, right? Or wisdom? I'm wondering if it's charisma. Ooh, yes. I mean, what? Well, well, actually, let's let's hear what you say, and then we can decide what the role is. He goes, uh, "What unit are you with?" Real talk. Mm-hmm. I think I try to remember the unit of the guy that I murdered. That first guy from the riot. Wasn't he wearing his guard stuff? Oh yeah. So I think I try to remember. Oh no, I'm wearing guard stuff. Maybe there's like a number on Omen's stuff what's the word armor mm-hmm. that would give it away all right if you're if, if that's the route you're going with i think this is an intelligence roll okay i rolled an 11 nice all right so yeah you uh at some point while you were like stripping these guys you saw they're like i think on their like chest pieces there's like a um a burned uh number uh, and you made sure to note that. Mm-hmm. And I think it's like uh, 167C. So I, I look at him and I go, 167C. And I hope to God that that's the right number. Like that that's the right thing I'm supposed to say. Mm-hmm. And he goes, there were three of you sent out. Uh, you got ambushed? Yes. And then I lead him. It doesn't matter. I lead him to where they actually are. Because they're on the rooftop. It'll take them a while to find him. By lead, you mean, like you're pointing? Yeah. He goes, all right, come inside Take this guy to the med tent and we'll uh, reevaluate your orders. Go see Jose and he'll give you new orders. Did you just use Jose? Like Jose? Yeah. Jose? I have like a thousand of those in my family and you said it right. Good job. Oh, <laughs> well, thanks. I've only been married three years. So he. First, uh, okay, hold on. Pause. We're going to have to pause. No. We're going to have to pause no. for a quick second. No. How long have we been married? No. Um, how long? Because you said the wrong number so, is the thing. You said the wrong number. So how long have we been married? Like Just two, real quick. Two and a half? I, that is accurate. The problem is that I don't know what day it is, like the date it, is. We, we have been married for about two and a half years. We've been together for how many years? Like 11. T- 10. Oh, my God. Like 15. Stop. My whole entire life. 
it's <laughs> it's been, been, a been an eternity. <laughs> I, I think I might be in hell. This is true. So, this is true love. Uh, he gives you his orders, or he gives you those orders, and lets you in Do, too. Does the shield guy leave as well? Uh, yeah, I think they rejoin uh, their commander. Okay. I think we're going to end there. No! We're already running pretty late. Okay. Uh, but you have now gotten into the camp. Yes. The city guard camp. Successfully. All right. You want to... Uh, I so, forget how we end the show. So, oh, okay. I didn't know what you were doing there. I didn't know. Okay. No, so, I legitimately forgot how we transitioned into the end. So... We need a music cue, I think. Boo, doo, 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 doo. So thanks, everyone, for coming by and watching Heart Points, because that's how we end this now. Um, we want to thank Zach B. very much for editing this and not making us sound like the really the absent-minded people that we are. So we really appreciate that. Um, we want to thank In Love With A Ghost for the use of their song Chilling At Nemo's Place for the intro and the outro. Really check out their stuff. It's awesome. You can find us on iTunes. Uh, please rate and subscribe to us at on in around itunes what is the proper word there in at in on. itunes on itunes i think that was the only one i didn't say How, okay you can take it from here <laughs> uh it really means a lot to us when you leave us a review uh it helps others to find us and it's really important also please recommend us to your fellow rpg loving friends uh, i personally think this last arc from where sal left the cemetery uh, has been uh, a really good starting point if you're yeah. new to the show and you just want to jump right in i will look up the number of that episode uh probably 30 at this point no it was, it was probably like 30 50, we've been doing this forever no it was like 40 like 45 no i think you're being too generous i think i think it's 30 Nope. In episode 45, Sal reached the Corpstown Cemetery. Okay. So I think uh, 45 is a really good jumping off, uh, jumping on point for new listeners. So uh, yeah, recommend us to your friends. It really means a lot. We are, uh, you know, trying to spread the show. To that end, you can also follow us at HeartPointsPod on Twitter. If you could tweet about us, we would love to see us see it. Please tag us while you are letting other people know about our show. It's really important it, it really helps us a lot it's the it's the best way you can support the show is by just telling other people about us and and i don't know saying what you enjoy about the show it, yeah. it, it's really important it really means a lot and if you do we will mention you on the show like some people who have talked about us recently including friend of the show jeff stormer of the party of one pod uh as well as also friend of the show's uh pod of love at pod of love uh, Devin Preston at Dev Presto, Sid Helgestad at Sid Helgestad, and Arthur Morgan at Moogie Puppy. We also got a shout out recently from uh, Gauntlet at Gauntlet RPG in regards to some really exciting news. Yeah. We are starting a new show on the Gauntlet Network called The Farrier's Bellows, and we will talk about this show more uh, as it gets close to its initial release. But it is a show in which Diana and I are talking about story games that have uh, either were born in the Forge or come from uh, the kind of Forge theory of game design. There's a lot less goofs, but a lot more conversation. It's really interesting, I think, as a part of it. Yeah, it's part review show, part RPG theory talk show, and we're really excited about it. It's yeah. going to be uh, part of the Gauntlet Network, and it's 
it's really amazing. I'm really excited about it, and I can't wait for you guys to hear it. So keep an eye out for that. We're also on Facebook <laughs> after all of that, where I post memes. So find us at Hardpoints Pod on Facebook, where I will occasionally post memes. And I think that's it. I think so. Thank you so much for joining us this week. We can't wait to see you next week. And in the meantime, have a very nice day. But like a very, very nice one. Bye.